Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. RJ. Hello. And Maria. Hi. Exciting to have Maria back after a lot of um, trauma this year. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we were talking about it before the show. We're hoping this is the rock bottom <laughs> and the rest of the year yeah, is all the way up. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome to have you back. Uh, Caitlin is still on maternity leave, mm-hmm. um, trying to get along with her baby. So <laughs> we hope that's going well. Um, I'm sure she's probably having a lot of sleepless nights and all that good stuff. But yeah, pretty exciting times. We'll be yeah. excited to have her back at some point yeah. uh, whenever she's ready. Um, so uh, let's see. Do I have any other announcements? Oh, I guess I just have to acknowledge our sponsor today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fun Facts Live is brought to you today by Drop Solitaire. Slide it to the left, slide it to the right, and when you're ready, drop it. All right. Swipe up to hold. Now you've been told, so don't let your knowledge grow cold. Swipe up again to get your card back, and when you're ready, use it to clear the big stack. You've got to stop the cards from reaching the top. Stack them in order. No borders. When the cards are sequential, they've got more potential. But if the suits don't match, the cards won't stack. Match the stacks. Don't have an attack. Just match the white card and that's that. When you're so confused, don't know what to do, just match the white cards. Match the white cards. And that's the way you play Drop Solitaire Arcade. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I don't know why, but I get so nervous when I do that. Last week, I ran. I was, I was like, I don't know if I have enough breath to do this. Like, well, I was always the kid in class who was very shy about reading out loud and would just try to get through it as fast as humanly possible without taking a breath. So you yeah. don't have to, I'm not going to judge you for that. Yeah, I don't know what goes on. Like, I'm fine talking the whole rest of the time, yeah. but then as soon as I start that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what happens, but. Anyway, I think you sounded more confident on it last week. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to own it. Just got to do it. Okay. Okay. Next week. Next week. There are, there is a lot of like head movement and hand gestures (laughs) that you guys don't get to see, but he does try to, (laughs) he gets into it. That's true. That's true. All right. Anyway, if you want to try it out, it's in beta now. You can go to dropsolitaire.com to play. All right, let's get on with some fun facts. We didn't talk about who was going to start today, but let's start with Maria, since we haven't heard with, from her from such a in such a long time. Do you have a Swedish word of the day? Uh, no. Well, that's, good. <laughs> uh, that's okay if you don't. I know you, you've you've been away a while. You you lost the rhythm. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can, I can do my fun fact and then I can do the okay. word of the day. Sounds good. Or we can end with it in case there's something more interesting from another fun fact. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Let's do so it. there's been a 35 day long city expo in my hometown mm. and it just ended last week. Wow. And uh, one of the events was the visit of the world's largest ocean-going wooden sailing ship. 
Oh, cool. Wow. Uh, it's called Yet the Boy of Sweden. Called and what? It's on a two-year adventure sailing to Asia. Oh, wow. Two years. Yeah, it left uh, the harbor of Gothenburg on uh, June 8th. And is expected to reach Shanghai in September next year. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And you can apply to be a part of the crew uh, for one or more legs of the journey. Uh, I was going to ask if there's people on there on the crew for two years straight or if. So I see they switch in and out. There's some that are there for two years. And there's also, I think there's a break during winter. Uh, between Europe and Asia. Wow. Do they charge you to to participate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause... Uh, well, some of them are hired. The ones that are going for the full journey. Okay. Okay. Are professionals, and then you can apply to be a part of it, and it will, they charge you for, depending which leg of the journey. Okay. Because they're different lengths. I see. I see. I remember walking through um, down at the southern tip of Manhattan. There's a, a, what do you call it? Were they more the boats? Marina? A marina, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a marina and there was a special event there and there were a bunch of um, sailing sailboats that were going i think around the world and you could apply to be a part of a crew and there were there but there was like a dozen of them so yeah there's i think there's 60 or 80 on this one oh wow oh so that's only one one of the ships there's like a huge okay are you talking about 60 or 80 people on the one boat okay okay yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. On this one, there were actually boats. multiple boats with smaller crews. Not, but eighty. That's a yeah. That's a big crew. Yeah. I, I imagine there's a lot to do on a wooden ship. Yeah. I like to keep uh, it. Crew of eighty, twenty professionals, and sixty volunteers. Okay. Wow. I can't imagine what Just it's listen. like. Go ahead. I just listened to a really interesting podcast uh, with a guy who um, lost his one of his arms and one of his legs in a motorcycle accident, and then he, he was he had always been really outdoorsy and everything, and one day he was like looking at a list of people who had circumnavigated the world in a sailboat, and he was like, "Hey, there's no double amputees on this list," so he decided to just do it by wow. himself wow. he calls himself the single-handed sailor <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's like, it was really interesting to listen to him talk about like going to these remote pacific islands where like people you know they don't have a hospital they don't have antibiotics like people would not survive losing yeah. an arm and a leg and they yeah. see him like sail up and you know uh, he said he was talking to one of the like the chief of the tribe and uh he said the kids will often come, you know, uh, follow the sailors around because they have candy. But I think they're just following you because you're you. <laughs> <laughs> the kids were fascinated. He said he 
uh, did a movie night with some of the kids and uh, showed them. He didn't really have kids' movies, so yeah. he showed them the Avengers. And of course, they have no electricity. They've never seen a, probably never seen a movie. Yeah. Um, and they loved it. He's sitting in this in ship with all these, uh, you know, island kids. And the next day, all the parents are coming up to him and saying, "My kid had nightmares about <laughs> the, the scary about the scary green monster." Uh, then he didn't realize the Hulk would be the traumatizing yeah. part of uh, the Avengers for these kids. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It was really, really interesting to listen to. His website is like the singlehandedsailor.com or something like that. But it was. Uh, yeah, we'll have to link really to that. To is, he, to. is he in the middle? Has, is it over or is he like um, in so progress? The, the podcast I'm listening to is called This Is Actually Happening. And it's like just various stories of people who had either trauma or had something interesting happen to them. And uh, so it was his episode. And it was from, I think, early 2020 because when it was recorded he had like stopped because a lot of the uh like entire countries were closed because of the pandemic so he was having trouble like um you know being able to stop and refuel and stuff or not refuel because it's still but like you know refuel his food (laughs) whatever right Um, uh, but then there was like a little update at the end of the episode that whatever at the time of recording he'd he was here there i'm not sure now i think he may have completed it but he was it was like a multi-year thing too because he spent like a year in asia like i think his dad lived in somewhere southeast asia and so he spent like a year there and a year here and there like you know stopping in a lot of places so um i don't know it was really interesting yeah i like like that Mm -hmm. and uh check it out yeah we're when you were mentioning like him uh these places not having like modern medicine um allison and i talk about that once in a while how neither of us would be alive (laughs) if it weren't for modern medicine we wouldn't have made it i don't know anyone on this podcast right now yeah yeah we shouldn't be here except for modern medicine yep that's uh it's a sobering thought but yeah whenever my mom whenever my mom has to like uh so without her sewing machine for whatever reason or like uh, you know build something or fix something she always says i would make a terrible pioneer (laughs) (laughs) me too man yeah Yeah. i like to think i would be a a good pioneer but i i have too many uh issues with allergies i I wouldn't have (laughs) yeah i wouldn't have made it yeah 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 Yeah. i just can't see Okay. Yeah, I can't see either. I I was very blessed that way. My whole family has worn glasses since childhood and I never have. I had perfect vision until until recently. <laughs> I've been pushing my eyes a little too much making these games. <laughs> but but uh they're starting to get a little blurry, but I still don't need glasses. Yeah. So I've been very fortunate that way. But Man, put me out amongst some grass or around a cat or something, and it's over. I can't breathe. <laughs> so, I, I think Jake is the only one of us who would be fine. <laughs> oh, he would. He doesn't have a. Yeah, okay. he has like perfect vision and no allergies, oh, man. and you know, like sort of the normal military mental health stuff, but doesn't take medication for it. Like, because that's my other thing is I would 
uh, need some mental health medication and stuff like that. Like, you know, fun, fun times. Uh, he, he'd be fine. Oh, nice. <laughs> I do wonder though, like if I had grown up without, um, being in such like a clean environment, if maybe I wouldn't have developed these allergies. So that's always, I've always wondered that, but we'll never know. So I feel like, you know, it's maybe a good idea to let your kid lick the floor and, and do all that stuff when they're little. <laughs> so I don't think that would help the cats thing. Maybe the grass and think? pollen, but I don't no. think it would help the cats I one. I keep referring to alone, but we're watching alone and there's, and, um, you know, they spend a, a lot of time boiling water, um, collecting water, boiling it and, you know, to make it drinkable. But there's one guy this season who's like, Eh, that's a big waste of time. I grew up in Mexico. I drink all kinds of water, so I, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And he's fine so yeah. far. Yeah, he says he's been like, in like the last 10 years of doing his outdoor stuff, he hasn't bothered to purify it. Yeah. And he's built up some natural tolerances that the other people just don't have. Yeah. He's, he's a trip. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wow. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'd be tougher if I didn't grow up. Like my, my dad especially is very germophobic so i'm sure i didn't get to lick too many floors when i was a kid and maybe that set me back maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway um yeah interesting okay so yeah could, I what, wasn't really what was the name drunk. of the boat oh, yeah. uh, again sorry what was the name of the boat uh, we were talking about yes the boy of sweden and it's a replica okay of a boat called yet boy one which was uh, sailing between Sweden and Asia in 1738 wow. to September 1745. Wow. So this new ship is the third one. The second one was bigger than both of them. And it was built using uh, techniques from the 18th century. Wow, it must have taken a long time cool. to build. Yeah, yeah it, uh, they started building it in 1995 and uh, the maiden voyage began in August uh, uh, 2005. Oh wow. my goodness, it took a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> it, the, the headroom uh, of the deck increased by uh, 10 centimeters because people are taller today. Yeah. But the the rest is the same. Okay. Except for they've added electrical systems and propellers and stuff. Oh, okay. okay. To uh, meet the international safety regulations. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. There's some sort of wooden ship that sails around here, around New York. Oh, there are lots of them. Oh, more than one? Yeah. Okay. Okay, but I'm sure it's not. It's not. Yeah, they're like, like it's not no, they're like short sail, like party. Not, not, but it's like go a have like sale. a champagne <laughs> oyster yeah. dinner on a you know wooden sailing ship around the harbor type thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember uh, somewhere where there was a boat that was. Um, it was like a project for at-risk youth. So they would get to go out and and learn how to crew uh, an old wooden sailing ship, a three-masted ship. Oh wow, that's cool. So, yeah, I didn't know if it was one of them was 
things like that or not. But anyway. Not that I know of, but you never know. Yeah. Very cool. So I feel like that would, I would really like to do something like that. That would be fun, especially if it's not a two-year commitment and I could just do it for yeah. a month or so. Yeah, well, you actually know how to sail. You don't have well, the, the learning curve. not like a ship like that. No, but, but you've, yeah. got, you've got some of the basics. It's true. Yeah. But I'm sure it would just be a lot of work. Of, um, it'd be more like being in the military, I imagine. You just follow instructions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think. You just do. <laughs> You're part of the machinery. Very if cool. you uh, sail two or more legs, you get a uh, 50% discount. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sign you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to do some stuff like that eventually. Um, I've, uh, kind of a side note, I've, I think it's fine to say this. I've, I have a meeting with Apple Arcade later this week, and I'm just hoping this is the beginning of of good things for uh, Chai Productions. And uh, anyway, the whole, uh, I'm looking forward to getting over the, the hump so that we can, uh, Allison and I can do some adventures like that. Yeah. I'm hoping to convince her to blog so, or vlog with me someday, but you know, that's a, that's a long uphill battle. She's, a, she's volunteered to at least hold the camera. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm fine with the vlogging. I just don't want to be on camera. <laughs> yeah. My, one of my most commonly used phrases when I go to concerts and stuff with my friends that uh, is, uh, prefiero estar detrás de la camera. I, I prefer to be behind the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be on the side. Whenever yeah. they're like, let me take your picture, I'm like, eh, let me take yours. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, um, I am the same way, believe it or not, but I just forced myself to do it for like a year. <laughs> and uh, after a year, you get used to it. Like, whatever. I just yeah. don't. I don't want to. Takes time. Takes time. It's really hard to see yourself on camera the first time. Yeah. Or even hear your own voice yeah. for the first time, if, if I remember. Yeah. 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 Like, what? That's not what I sound like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very weird. All right. Well, that was a fun fact. Is that? Sorry, we keep interrupting you. Is that the? <laughs> is that the end yeah. of the fun fact? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's see. Let's do Allison next. What have you got? Mine. I don't think I can relate. Okay. But it might be a fun <laughs> Swedish word of the day. Um, Maria, what's the Swedish word for koala? It's koala. Hey, all right. Well, that fizzled. So, what about uh, what about fingerprint? Uh, finger optic. Oh, that's fun. Um, so, koala um, koalas are one of the few animal species that has fingerprints, and their fingerprints are almost indistinguishable from human fingerprints. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. so there's, there's lots of like jokes online that it's like about like, like obviously koala, master criminals, thieves, murderers, <laughs> what have you. Um, and they're, they're getting away with kind of rampant escalated crime because there's no database of koala fingerprints and they're indistinguishable from human. Although a lot of kind of forensic professionals say they're not actually indistinguishable because of the shape and size of a koala's hand. Like up close, like the loops and ridges are very similar, but like the directionality and size, okay. you'd be able to tell them apart. 
but um, koalas having fingerprints is something called um, it's called a convergent evolution, where um, koalas are obviously marsupials. Humans and other mammals with uh, finger with fingerprints are called um, placenta mammals. The difference kind of being how we um, like how young our young develop. Um, but there are a couple of potential reasons why we're the two groups <laughs> that have fingerprints. One of them is we're um, some of the only groups that grasp. So fingerprints mm. help you um, kind of have a grip when you grasp something tightly. Mm. Um, and one of the other things is we both need a lot of sensitivity in our touch. Humans, obviously, we touch lots of different things, and it's helpful to have texture and all that stuff. But one of the main reasons why koalas need that level of sensitivity is because they're such little picky eaters. Um, mm. They obviously love eucalyptus leaves, but they like them at a certain age. So <laughs> okay. one of the things that they're able to detect with their fingerprints is the um, kind of age of eucalyptus before they eat it. Oh, didn't I read that eucalyptus oh. is toxic to a lot other other species and, and like they they have special I, th I think ad so. adaptations yeah. to be able to digest it. Yeah, it's toxic in the quantities they <laughs> they okay. eat it. But they're also little sleepy little guys. They sleep a, a bunch, so I don't know if that's one of their their mechanisms or one oh. of the results of eating so much of it. Um, so the U University of Adelaide did a study in, the, I think, 1996, and they're the ones that found out that koalas have fingerprints. Um, but there had been a study in the 1970s. It wasn't an academic study. Like, I, I wasn't able to figure out why the police did this. It seems like it was kind of a lark. But um, police in London went to the London Zoo and decided they wanted to fingerprint the orangutans and chimpanzees because I guess for a long time, unidentifiable or like smudged fingerprints at crime scenes were called monkey prints. And they decided to actually go see if, <laughs> if other men, and I'm like, why would you, Yeah. why yeah. would you actually like check? Like it doesn't make sense, but anyway, and apparently the the chimpanzees really enjoyed having their fingerprints taken. They like sat there like really enjoying like the dipping and the rolling and they had like a great time. They all liked it, but they uh the police also wanted to fingerprint the gorillas and the zookeepers like no no. No, you're not going to do that. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like a bad idea. So, anyway, just I have a feeling there there could be other animals with fingerprints we just haven't gotten to yet because no one's been like, let's check this one out. But huh? Yeah. Well, I've checked out Leah the dog, and she does not have fingerprints. You looked? Yeah, I looked at her pads. <laughs> <laughs> like specifically for that reason? No, but okay. I know what they look like. Okay. They're not. They're not. They don't have whorls. They don't have whorls and ridges, but they could have some other type of pattern. Oh, maybe. He's saying a paw print is unique. I don't think it is, but <laughs> we don't know. She's pretty unique. She could have some things. Hmm. But well, I like, not fingerprints. Uh, yeah, this might doesn't be. doesn't even have fingers, for one thing. That's true. Um, in my research today, I learned that she she horses used to have, have used to have toes. What? Yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. at some point they formed into hooves, and they lost their, like, their... their um, Side toe completely. What? <laughs> Can you imagine horses running around on their fingers? No, come on. That's ridiculous. 
Well, we run around on toes. (laughs) Why couldn't a horse run around on toes? We do. That's true, I guess. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'd be super creepy. What are they doing with those fingers? <laughs> They're, well, think of them as toes. I think that's what's sending you in the... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, koalas have fingerprints and may also be master... Criminals. Criminals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Confirmed. Australia, Australia is the penal colony. Like... They could be a bad influence. The koalas were perfectly law-abiding little citizens. And then trained. they were corrupted. <laughs> trained and corrupted, yeah. yes. All right. Well, <laughs> that brings fun us to... Fun fact about this is I had this as a fun fact on my list of fun facts. Oh. <laughs> oh. This was, this was my backup fun fact because um, I want because uh, July thirteenth is National French Fry Day, and I wanted to have fun facts about that. But it's only been National French Fry Day since like two thousand fifteen, and it's really I couldn't oh. even figure out like what corporation sponsored it. Nothing. Oh, but that, like- that does remind me of um, the Coney Island hot dog eating contest was recent. Yeah, was fairly recent. Yeah, recently. July fourth. Fourth of July, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we we didn't get to talk about that. But uh, what's his name? The same guy. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut won again yeah. after, um, I think, a hiatus, a couple of years hiatus for the pandemic. But, yeah. but fun fact about the contest, he did not eat as many hot dogs as he usually does, but he's still enough to win. <laughs> but uh, part of the reason he was slowed down is that some like animal rights activists jumped up on the stage and started um, like disrupting things. And Joey Chestnut grabbed him and put him in a headlock until the security got there and dragged him off. <laughs> so, so that slowed down his hot dog eating a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Still one, though. Yeah. The average American eats wow. 29 pounds of french fries a year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was my one fun fact from National French Friday. Sorry. Okay. How does July that compare with the rest? Is- Go ahead. July 13th is also International Day of Rock and Roll. Oh, French fries and rock and roll. (laughs) It's a good combination. How many fries? Do you eat a lot of fries in in Sweden? Uh, Good question. (laughs) (laughs) I think it varies. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Is it like a popular fast food menu item? Uh, Yeah. And is fast food popular? I think Sweden is... uh, uh, one of the most, um, one of the countries with the most McDonald's per person. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I would love to, I, from what I understand, McDonald's changes up their menu slightly in different countries yeah. based yeah. on uh, preferences. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know. What's, do they have like meatballs or what, what do they got that's, no. that we don't have? <laughs> no meatballs? Come on. What, do they have anything? Um, like, I suppose you wouldn't even know what, what would be unusual for an American menu, or would you? No. Okay. <laughs> like, what would you typically get when you go to McDonald's? Um, Big Mac, I think. Okay. Okay, that's the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We have like Mac selection burgers. 
which are changed out uh, quite frequently. Oh, okay. So right. now it's a uh, garlic and bacon, bacon premium beef. Ooh, um, okay, that's new for me. Yeah. RJ, yeah. don't they, doesn't Texas have special menu items like hot, hot sauce or hot things or something? I don't know. Uh, we do Whataburger here, so I I okay avoid McDonald's <laughs> if at all possible. But Whataburger's spicy ketchup is like God's gift to fast food. I don't know, <laughs> like it's the best thing ever. They and they. Last time I went, they had a different type of hot, spicy ketchup, which I grabbed by accident, and it was also quite good. So, oh. you know, Whataburger wins a lot. Hi. I love good I'm sauces. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the menu, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure we have a McFlurry that you don't have. Oh, oh what's, wow. what's the flavor? Uh, Mer- uh, Meringue Swish. I don't oh. even know what it's called in English, really. Oh. It's like uh, vanilla ice cream, uh, chocolate and banana fudge, and uh, uh, meringue. And what? Meringue. Oh, we don't have any I'm of these. No. I'm now on the Swedish McDonald's menu. We do not have. <laughs> we do not have passion fruit. <laughs> Ooh. We do not have whatever this is. Mango milkshake. No. Mango, no. We don't have a chocolate donut. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. We could, but she's the expert on McDonald's. I don't. I don't do McDonald's. We've had either. that since I can remember. Oh wow! The donuts. Wow. Well, well, I love the Oreo muffin. Is new. Oh. This is quite something. <laughs> and the cakes are new. Huh. I think uh, it looks like Allison is impressed. And the macarons. Oh, macarons at McDonald's? What? Yeah. <laughs> are, are they called macarons? Just for fun? <laughs> no. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Um, so I, I love a good sauce. They have hot wings. Oh, interesting. What? <laughs> 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 they should have that in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something that looks like it has cheese in it. Uh, yeah, that's um, is yeah. it like broccoli chili and cheese? Chili, okay. Chili cheese tops. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is too fun. Okay. Yeah, I need to stop that's awesome. At yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> I'm <pretty> hungry. <laughs> so I love a good sauce, and one of my favorite sauces is Chick Fil A sauce, which is good on just about anything. Um, and uh, I recent, well, not that recently. But during the pandemic, I just was really wanting some. And I thought, you know what? I could probably whip some of this up, something pretty close. And I did. I would say my Chick-fil-A sauce is just as good, if not better, than Chick-fil-A's. It's and it's good. so easy. I'm going to give you the secret right here. <laughs> it's just mayonnaise, yellow mustard, and honey. You put about twice as much mayo as the other two ingredients. So... Like two scoops of mayo, one scoop of mustard, one scoop of honey. Mix it all up. Chick-fil-A sauce. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so easy to make. Yeah. Maria, do you guys at McDonald's just have hunks of pineapple? All right. You have to stop with the McDonald's yeah. menu. <laughs> this is just... It's just a hunk of pineapple. <laughs> just That's a... crazy. That is... Yeah. I, I haven't <laughs> seen that before. I don't even eat pineapple. So. <laughs> Sorry. 
I got to put it away. Yeah, I gotta, you do. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting out of control. <laughs> All right. Um, RJ. And I've seen pineapple cut in that shape. It's like a Yeah, it's like long, a stick, It looks like a slice a of melon. It's very weird. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, probably delicious, especially um, if it was grilled and, and they had a little cinnamon on it. There was but. nothing. There was there was it's no raw. Yeah, oh, okay. it's just a Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's if you don't want apple, you can get pineapple instead. Yeah. Okay. I did yeah, notice it's for meal. Oh, okay. During the summer. <laughs> oh. I did notice that like um apples are not a like a huge flavor here in the US, but in like in Mexico, a popular well, I don't know if I, how accurate this is, but it seemed to me that apple yogurt was a popular flavor. I've never seen apple yogurt in the U.S., despite the fact that we produce so many apples. So I don't know why, but I tried it and it was really good. So it's not something we, we would think of. I think we have America. apple flavor, a lot of apple flavored stuff, just probably just not yogurt. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, RJ, <laughs> what have you got for us today? Oh, do you even have a fun fact? I forgot to ask. Yeah, okay. I, I'm like semi-prepared. Um, the one thing that I wanted to look up turned out to be not that interesting. So I'm just going to like do it just so I can draw it. Um, I learned recently that there's a type of plant called the cast iron plant, which oh. I just thought was really cute. And uh, actually, here's maybe a little... Uh, we can, I can't I see know, RJ's personal. screen. Oh, RJ, your screen disappeared again. Oh no! It uh, just says, it just says we're looking at like the Zoom icons. <laughs> oh no! Uh, let me start it again. I think I had a little internet drop or something. Uh, okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's yeah, awesome. yeah. Okay. That is, I love oh, it. I'm so glad you did that. That ship is awesome. The masked koala, the French fries. Oh my goodness. This is one of my favorite ones. Yet. I wish I had known that y'all couldn't see it because I've been like moving the koala around. <laughs> Hopefully it shows up on the it should show up on the um the time lapse. Yeah. But I guess sort of personal fun fact, today is jokes of my anniversary. Oh, uh, congratulations. And we are once again not together. Thank oh. you. Oh, that's uh, sad. That's sad. He has church things and I'm babysitting a cat. Maybe we'll have dinner tonight. Maybe not. We don't know. But uh, okay. it's the sixth anniversary is the iron anniversary. So I bought him a... Well, I bought him a tortilla press, which was definitely a gift for me. Um, <laughs> but cast iron tortilla press, but also this uh, cast iron plant, which I just now learning is a flowering plant native to Japan and Taiwan. Wait, wait, it's a say really it again. Interesting looking flower. Sorry. I'm gonna. You broke up for a second. Mm -hmm. It was I missed the name of the plant. Cast iron. Oh, cast iron. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, it has a very interesting type of flower. I, I don't know that I can draw it, especially this small, but it's like cup, sort of cup-shaped and purple and uh, very odd looking. But 
I don't know. I'm, I was not actually prepared with the fun fact. So this is just like <laughs> cool. recently I learned that there's a plant called a cast iron plant and there's nothing, really nothing interesting about it except that it has this weird little flower. Oh, that is <laughs> weird. I would recommend Googling. Oh, yeah. That's a, can, that's a scary uh, looking flower. Like that looks like soul. something that's designed to attract and kill insects with, with some something toxic. I mean, it looks like it looks to me like one of those like jungle plants that you're like, yeah, uh, don't touch the flowers. Uh, there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of ordering ours on Amazon, which I don't recommend ordering plants on Amazon because it, despite saying all over it, like fragile handle with care, it came very beat up and oh. all the dirt had fallen out of the pot and it was just really in bad shape. So I hope it lives and I hope it lives enough to flower this flower because I want to see it in real life. It's kind of creepy looking. It's very creepy uh, looking, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> Allison and I went to, what was, what were those the, the, at the botanical garden? We went to see, not lilies. Um, uh, the, oh, oh no, what did, what was it? Um, it's those very fragile flowers that um, orchids, right? Oh, we oh yes, we did go see the orchids. Yeah. I was thinking of that yeah. other show those are we went little, to. Those are a little, it's like super odd because they, like, and one orchid can look very different from another orchid. Um, like it would mm -hmm. be un, unrecognizable. But yeah, creepy flowers. Those are those are interesting. <laughs> So oh, we also went to that's the that's the plant I couldn't think of. We went to the chrysanthemum show as well. Oh yeah, those yeah. aren't creepy. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Allison got to give you a little hope, um, RJ. Allison got me a cactus through the mail, and when it arrived, it had been a little beat up, and lots of dirt had fallen out of yeah. it and whatnot. But it has grown. It has grown massively. Like it started off as like two bunny ears. And now mm -hmm. it's, um, we have very tall windows and it's halfway up already. Oh, wow. Um, I got so. it. Yeah. Right. Got it we'll last, last, yeah, last Valentine's Day and it's tripled in size in a year. At least, yeah. A year, a year yeah. and a half. It's gotten massive. Yeah. And it's just, she didn't realize like um, <laughs> yeah, I'm what, she, what she was doing because like I was pretty careful. I love cacti, so that's my that's my thing they're so easy to take care of and they're super cool and i like to touch them um even though i shouldn't but this one that she got is the scariest cactus ever because if you brush it even just lightly you'll end up like with tiny little quills like bristling out of your finger and they're so hard to get out if oh, you no. try to get them out with the tweezers they snap off in your skin and it's like it's the most dangerous cactus ever and that's the one she picked for me so because <laughs> it, it it didn't have like visible like prickles so i right, thought it right because it's safer and the well, i'll be honest the website didn't say anything about this <laughs> yeah the odd the odd <laughs> thing is if you're choosing cactus get the ones with the like long obvious spines because those are mm -hmm. a lot less scary than the tiny ones that just <laughs> yeah. like, brush off into your skin yeah um i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast but i have a Another cacti, which is pretty big, it's a barrel cactus. And um, <clears throat> one day um, we just had the window open and I looked over and there was a bumblebee skewered on one of the, the spines <laughs> of the cactus. And I was yes. like, oh, oh my, my gosh. 
is it alive? And <laughs> it seemed like it was still alive. So I like I got I can't remember how I a got fork. it off. Like a fork <laughs> got it off of the off of the thing like it had flown right onto the spike. Yeah. So I got it off and put it outside. And it flew off. Yeah, it, so, it had to recover a little while. Yeah, on it the took it ledge. sat for there for a little while. Like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and then it flew off. Yeah. So it seems like it did okay. Yeah. But yeah, those things are scary. But it will it will protect your window from <laughs> flying from bumblebees flying in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have two barrels, one prickly pear. And then I don't know what kind of cactus the bodega cactus is, but it's doing really well. I don't know. Yeah, all the cacti are doing really well. And thank goodness Allison has finally figured out how to take care of the rest of the plants. She, when we first got here, she bought a ton of plants. And next thing you know, we just had a bunch of brown stalks um, and yellow <laughs> things and moldy stuff, falling leaves falling off. It, it was like just mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, the plants so, are doing well right now so yeah we've got it down to like a few survivors that um <laughs> i only had to get rid of three plants <laughs> two of them were the fiddle sure figs only three yeah we fiddle figs. Figs. oh man twice, twice. we disaster. tried that twice we killed them both times and yeah. the other one was the one that came that i got two of those the little in the little blue vase okay um the other one didn't yeah. make it but that one there was did. one she was gonna throw away and i was like this one's it's fine you just have to take better care of it and now it's like it's doing awesome but it had no leaves left it was there was nothing left well it has to live in the bathroom now now but, we know it has yeah. to live in the bathroom <laughs> yeah it's happy in the bathroom with a lot of extra humidity um she what is the ficus the ficus had no leaves had about a week leaf. ago. One leaf left? Yeah. Okay. Now it has three. And now it's coming back because it got cooked. It was hanging out with the cacti and it, it can't do that. It can't handle that. So it was, it got cooked alive, but it's coming back now that it's out of the sun. So yeah, we, it's, we got some nice greenery here now. So we're figuring it out. Because <laughs> I was I'm, very upset uh, <laughs> that I'm calling her out for killing off a I'm bunch of plants. I'm the one who has to have, in my calendar, your cactus watering. That's true. That's true. Yeah. She, she keeps track of the watering schedule. Yeah. But they're super easy because once they start looking a little skinny, it's time to fatten them up. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have to know. Okay. I'll delete the calendar and invite them. No, don't delete the calendar. Okay. <laughs> what were you going to say, RJ? <laughs> I tend to kill plants. Jake oh. says I'm less nurturing than a desert because uh, <laughs> even cacti are not safe for me. Oh. Uh, but I do. I, I try. I think I try too hard. I tend to overwater my succulents and stuff. Yeah, but, those. That's the um, whole key. Like if you overwater them, you you will kill them. They'll they'll swell up and the the uh, cells will rupture because mm -hmm. they're too full of water. So yeah, the the hard thing about cacti is to just not water them you want to you're like i want to mm -hmm. give them water but no that will mm -hmm. kill them <laughs> so mm -hmm. they just need to be in good have good drainage and then every three weeks or four weeks in the winter you soak them real good just simulate a torrential rainstorm and that's it mm -hmm. if you do that i guarantee they'll they they thrive yeah, so far my cactus is doing okay. I've killed a bunch of succulents, but we have some friends who are like really into plants, like pretty much experts. Like one majored in some 
environmental, you know, actually I forgot Renee was on the podcast. You guys know Renee. Yeah. Uh, she ma- majored in like environmental studies, environmental science, and she and her former roommate are really into plants, but they both told me like succulents are really hard. People think they're the easiest, but they're very, very particular. Like you have to water them exactly right, the exact right amount and the right time and everything. And I'm not so good at that, but yeah, I, I think- have two that are going strong. Yeah, I think the underwatering them is better than overwatering them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's overwatering is really, really what kills them. But I used to sell um, succulents in a street market in Seattle <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> uh, so, and air plants, succulents and air plants, mm-hmm. and a few cactus. So, yeah, they're not, they're, they're not that hard to take care of if you just don't overwater them. Underwater them, <laughs> and uh, you'll start. You will notice, like especially with succulents, it's so easy to see. Like you, you should know what they look like. They should mm-hmm. look. F- they have fat leaves when they're happy, and all watered. And do not water them when the leaves are fat. Wait until they're skinny, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then water them, and they'll puff right back up and be happy. That's it. <laughs> and lots of sun, direct sun, which you should have plenty of down there. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So this fun fact gave me a Swedish word of the day. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cast iron plant in Swedish is unkastblomma. Unkastblomma. Which means uh, pretty much bachelor flower. <laughs> oh. And it's named that way because it can uh, withstand most things. <laughs> oh. Oh, so maybe, yeah, this one's a survivor. Maybe it will handle the yeah. Amazon shipping <laughs> just, just fine. Yeah. Cool. Yo, you have to keep yeah. us up to date and tell us if it blooms. Me, making me question the decision to get a bachelor flower for, <laughs> for, yeah, our, anniversary, for anniversary, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. RJ, is it your wedding <laughs> in... Is it your wedding anniversary or your dating anniversary? Wedding anniversary. Okay. Yeah. Today is actually also the, it's our six year wedding anniversary and 10 years since we left for a trip to the UK where we met. Oh, wow. So oh. we chose the date on purpose. But, okay. you know. Cool. <laughs> Got to text some of the trip friends. Happy anniversary to all of us. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we will wrap it up there. Yep. And RJ, do you want, I know you don't have your script with you, so I'm very curious but to I see what you, what, you, <laughs> what you say. I recently changed it, so we'll see if I remember the new one. Uh, if you like the show, follow us on all the social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you are not watching live right now, we're also Hot Chai Games on YouTube, where we stream this podcast live with live art every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And if you are watching live, stick around. We're going to play Match Solitaire and Drop Solitaire today. Yeah. Uh, uh, Leave a review. uh, Tell your friends. And there's something else. Like, Uh, subscribe. Subscribe. Like, like and subscribe. Smash that button. All those things. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 
All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.